So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Who Talks First. I am one of your hosts, CT. I'm your other host, Solo. And today is the episode you've all been waiting for. Ah. And by mostly you all, it's us, because I've just been dying to want to talk about this so badly. How dare you go on vacation for a little bit longer, because I wanted to talk about this. Not that, you didn't even have a voice. I didn't, no. We, we couldn't have even done it, even if we wanted to, because I could not talk. And maybe that was why, like, the gods, like, like we're going to they were like, take rest, away your voice. Rest your pipes because until you can go home you're and You're going to want to talk about this forever. So we're finally going to talk about what we saw at the Last Jedi panel at Star Wars Celebration. Yep. Which includes the amazing poster that we got oh. and the trailer, our teaser trailer yes. itself. So we're going to start off talking about the poster, just like they did at Celebration. Which, again, I mentioned in our podcast yesterday that one of my favorite moments is when Ryan's like, we have very something very special to show you guys, and everyone's on the edge of their seat. But yeah, the, we're so ready. the trailer. We're so ready. And he's like, all right, guys, get ready, get ready. We're going to show you guys and it was the world rain. premiere of the poster. Sure. And everyone's like, oh. <laughs> but the poster, honestly, to me was, I mean, I still, I love the teaser, but this poster Just was everything at I staring this poster, because I'm like... Just, just look at the red going into the blue, and it's purple in the middle, and it kind of, like, meets and balances oh, in the middle. Oh, it's so and just, good. Ugh. Like, we have a reference in front of us just to talk about it a little bit, but I, so good. I'm you should sorry, just I'm have so it be, <coughs> you should just have the poster be the background for the podcast for the people who are watching on YouTube. They yeah. just have to, they just are forced to look at it. You you need to look at it because it's beautiful. <laughs> so they, they revealed the poster to us, and it started off on, like, the close-up of Ray, and I'm like, that's pretty cool, pretty cool. I was like, oh, okay, little... A little, uh, Thundercats. Yes. <laughs> Very Thundercats. I was like, okay, interesting choice, but then they zoomed out. They zoomed out, and people are screaming their heads off, including yep. myself. And... The girl that I was with, because I watched it in the streaming room. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the streaming room. I watched it in our hotel. We were live streaming it. You were in the actual room. One of the girls I was eating breakfast with, she flipped out because she thought Kylo was Anakin. She got so excited, and I was like... It's not. It's supposed to look like that, though. I'm very... It's poetic. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's super poetic. And I, I don't think you're stupid for thinking that, because I thought it was Anakin for a hot sex. It took me a second to realize that it was Kylo. I was like, what? Oh, that's Kylo. <laughs> um, Spike. You, you and your spikes, god damn it. I'm very animated. You are. But, so we have the big faces of Luke... And Kylo, like, in the Starscape, which I find interesting. They're behind the Starscape, mm-hmm. so they're, like, literally just in the sky. It's poetic. But the Skywalkers? Oh, God damn it. They're the Skywalkers! That's why they're in the sky, and she's not. Because she's, she's not, not a Skywalker. There's no stars in front of her. Nope. So, uh, obviously, we have half-face Luke, half-face uh, Kylo. Very interesting that they chose... I hate to be this person. They chose Kylo's good side. Yep, they like, did. They didn't show his scar. And especially when you have a poster that is only showing half of the faces, you think for sure they're going to show the side with the scar. That's a conscious choice. Obviously. And it maybe maybe it was a more an aesthetic thing. We do know the scar changed because of aesthetic reasons. But, but no, because if you're going to do it for aesthetic reasons, you're definitely going to show his his bad side if he's supposed to represent the bad and they've already revealed the scar so it's not like it's not like it's a spoiler and just a little ki- little kitty scratch just a little yeah. where he's like i look like grandpa now yes. yes so he's in like the back to tank and they're like it's gonna scar a little bit and he's like just a little bit just it pulls up a picture of anakin like this and they're like yeah 
Just perfect. perfect. That's what I want. Exactly what I wanted. No, it, it, it healed, and he went back to, like, a plastic surgeon, and he was like, they healed my scar. I want something like this. And he pulls out a picture of Anakin, and the guy's like, all right, where do you want it? And he's like, oh, a little bit over, not, I don't want it to highlight my nose. More, like, over the eye? I'm a little insecure about my nose, nose, so, uh, I mean, my grandpa had it on his eye, but I don't want to exactly copy him. The guy was like, I know what you want. I got it, don't worry. It's like, actually just a knife. tattoo. It's not even a scar. <laughs> I just, like, and part of Scargate was so funny because people were thinking that maybe this was a whole new scar. Like, no. something, mm-hmm. I'm, obviously not, guys. They just, they just moved it for aesthetic reasons. Yes. And we were even talking about this. Probably in later editions of The Force Awakens DVD and Blu-ray, they're probably going to edit yeah. the scar that Kylo gets. I agree. Uh, obviously, we know George Lucas to be a person that fixes it way, way, way in post. Yeah. So or I think fixes <laughs> it because oh my god, some fixes were not great. Some of those were awful. But I think they'll probably go back. But we have a uh, Ray on the poster, front and center, very in the very much the Luke Skywalker pose in the New Hope original yep. poster, and even with the. Like starburst. All she needs is, is Kylo wrapped around her leg. And that oh my god, what <laughs> I would give. I'm sur- has people not have people not drawn that yet? No, I haven't seen that yet. What? That's like, oh, guys, fan artists out there, you're disappointed maybe because that's obviously what this needs is that's... Kylo with his like in his dress. Kylo or like Finn or Poe, like one of them just in their Leia dress. Yeah, but I mean. Kylo's the one that wears a dress, so Kylo That's needs to be around true. her Kylo's, Yeah, Kylo's in the dress. But she is like has the legacy saber, it's shooting up, and we see that it starts off as blue and kind of turns to red. Yeah. Which, yeah. this is exactly what I want from this movie. Yeah. And also, I found it so intriguing that both Luke and Kylo are both so embossed in red. Because yeah. we're going, all of us are going into this thinking that there's... That Luke's obviously still Luke. this beacon of light. Mm-hmm. And that he really didn't do anything wrong. He just feels guilty. Mm. Uh, he just feels guilt rather than doing... That he actively did something wrong. That he actively made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And so that makes me even more excited. I mean, I'm, I am... I mean, I love Luke. I adore Luke. And I do think probably... There's some things that are going to happen in this movie that if I personally directed it, I'd be like, Luke wouldn't do this. But I think I'm I think I'm still going to be very, very happy with the direction they choices they made because it's going to be way more interesting. Yeah, I'm excited to see these characters have flaws. And especially because we all want to pretend that Luke, Leia, and Han had happy endings. Mm-hmm. But if they all did, th- these movies wouldn't exist. There would be no more plot to happen. It's- so there'll be that little part of me that just wanted everyone to be happy, but, but I think I'm going to be very, very happy with how the directions they take this And it, it's just so much more interesting to have a character with flaws. Mm-hmm. I, I, I always have my, like, super problematic faves, and I'm like, this is my favorite character, and people are You're like, talking Why? to me, who's in love with Kylo Ren, so... I mean, our favorites... You're like, but they're so problematic, and you're like, but it's so interesting. These characters have depth. And struggles and conflicts, and that makes that's them so much fiction more fiction is such a great art form yes. because you can explore these character archetypes without any real people getting hurt. Getting hurt. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to bring up something that was going around on the internet. This is from Star Wars theorist on Tumblr. Uh, they brought up 
that you can see different constellations in the mm. stars. And I think this is so interesting. I don't know how much validity there is to this, but I looked into it and it seems pretty valid that uh, behind Kylo, you see the constellation for uh, Scorpio and behind Luke, you see the constellation for Orion. Mm-hmm. And the mythology behind that is that basically the god sent a scorpion to go kill Orion for Orion basically had issues with being too prideful mm. and self-absorbed and into himself. Right. And basically sent the scorpion to kill him. And afterwards, they were both put into the stars. And half the year, uh, the Scor- Scorpio chases Orion. And the other half of the year, uh, just how this planets and stars work in mm-hmm. our ter- planet terms, They're aligned. Orion chases uh, Scorpio. Scorpio. And... I think that's a really cool message behind it all. And obviously... It's super poetic. <laughs> like, I don't think Kylo's going to kill Luke. Mm-mm. But I think that's just more representative of killing Luke's spirit Killing the, the Luke that you knew in the first three Basically. Movies. Basically. Uh, kind of uh, with the massacre of the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. or I don't even want to say massacre. I think we were told not even to use the word massacre. But we'll talk about later that when we get to the trailer. The accident. The, the incident. Uh-huh. And Luke kind of disappearing. Co- more talking about Luke's disappearance rather than his death. Because yeah. I don't think... I personally don't think we'll see Luke get killed. No, I don't think so. Not At least not this movie. <laughs> no. and It's called The Last <laughs> Jedi, but I don't think that means, like, we're gonna kill if, The Last Jedi. And honestly, if I, I think... We, if we see Luke die, it'll be kind of like a Lord of the Rings kind of death. <laughs> it kind of, like, Yoda's it. Oh, yeah. And just, like, peace... Uh, I want to join the force now. Yeah. I've done my work here, and like the end of the Lord of the Rings, where they just kind of walk to this other side. And like, well, I don't belong here anymore. Bye. I've seen too much. I need to. I, yeah, peace. I gotta go. And uh, I mean, just other things to bring out. Interesting. I mean, obviously, the starburst has been seen on the New Hope poster, mm-hmm. but the starburst is also kind of remnant of what Kylo Saber yeah. looks like. And I feel like they sort of have to be conscious of that, just because. Oh, absolutely. Because that's, that's the first thing that saber I... looks like. That's it the looks first like thing a merge between Anakin's saber and Kylo's saber, so it kind of mm-hmm. is already this balance between them. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously what we've been rooting for. The I'm glad they are really focusing on this storyline. They are 100% with even just things that are said in the trailer that I'm like... They're not ignoring the plot of the prequels, and that makes me very happy. This is because a, this yeah. is an arc. This, this is, is a arc, story. Exactly. This is a world that you've been building, and this is a story forty years in the making. You have to talk about the prequels. And I feel like a lot of people, when they talk about Kylo not being redeemed, are only thinking of the sequel trilogy as those three movies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you need to think of this story as forty years in the making, yeah. and Kylo dying unredeemed is. So sad. Han dies for nothing. Yeah. Skywalkers basically do everything they did. But they still end up evil nothing and in the end. It just, it doesn't make sense for a story that they've been The legacy essentially so long. ends with Vader then. Yeah. Because Kylo is, bas- is just a Vader allegory. And how sad that the Skywalker story would just end with, well, yeah, they became evil. They just couldn't help it. The last one, evil dead. So... But yeah, that's the poster's beautiful. Anything else you want to say about the poster? No, just look at look at those puppy dog eyes. Oh, 
Look how pretty he looks. I'm not even nearly as in love with Kylo as you are, but I like when I look at those puppy dog eyes, and like so much of me sees Anakin in that that I'm just like, oh my god, I need him to get redeemed because that's why Anakin so had good. the fucking worst life. Born a slave, became a slave to the Jedi Order, became a slave to Palpatine, finally gained his freedom only in death. And that's why, like, I'll talk about this a little bit more in the trailer specifically, mm-hmm. but we're. With everything that we're seeing, we're quite seeing, quite seeing, at least in movie form, Anakin's story, like, on reverse. Yes. And, uh, we'll, we'll go move on over to the trailer, and I'll talk about that a little bit yep. more. So the first shot, basically, is what starts off looking like a starfield, mm-hmm. and, uh, obviously I think this is intentional, because you're thinking you're in space, but actually it cuts down and it ends up, uh, being Ray. Looking quite distressed, heavy breathing. She slams her hands down. It's very kind of reminiscent of the uh, Force Awakens teaser where Finn is. You have like this shot of the sand, and then Finn bursts up and he's like, Aah! I'm alive. So, uh, like, I personally am on the board with basically everybody else and thinking that Ray's probably just had another Force vision of yeah. sorts and she's, she's kind of waking up from it. She's obviously felt the Force somehow in that shot. And I'd be curious. If I, I'm only thinking this because we've we've seen so many things with Ray and water. If it ends with her sort of drowning, mm. and that's why she's like gasping for breath. Mm. Like one, it could just be her being scared. But I I do think they're going to bring up the plot line that Ray's never really been around water, so she doesn't know how to swim. And I think one of her either she will actually be thrown into the water mm-hmm. at one point, or or it's in a force vision of sorts. Because I definitely think, for me as a director, I would say that she's, because we've already established that, in, at least in our minds, that she has a connection with Kylo. That yeah. they are, they have a force bond. <coughs> the best way for me is for her to be linked up with Kylo's dreams and for Kylo to be having a, kind of like a flashback dream. Oh. And he's dreaming about, like, the last time, like, him and Luke probably saw each other or something. That'd be Something like that. Yeah. That's just what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, she's probably she probably just woke up from a nightmare that actually happened that was in Luke and Kylo's past. Because that, yeah, that would be really interesting if they have this kind of back and forth before they actually meet, mm-hmm. where they're hooked up like that. So especially situations like Kylo's or Kylo's going through, mm-hmm. where it's kind of still physically affecting Ray in some way. It's, and like he's gonna show up and she's gonna be like, I know all this shit about you. And, and I know that you're not like, as obviously, evil as you yeah, seem. That's, that's going to happen some way. And so that's the first just shot. Just my head she's, she's freaking out. Um, but then obviously I'm just kind of like, And then we watching. see Lucasfilm? Oh, what, what can we break down about this? Uh, so Luke starts talking. And I just want to applaud Mark Hamill on so many different levels about how good he sounded. Like, because... Mark Hamill, in his normal voice, doesn't sound much like Luke anymore. Mm-hmm. But in this trailer... But he's a voice actor. He's a voice actor. He sounds like Luke again. Yep. And, but maybe I'll bring this up later, or maybe I'll just talk about it now. He sounds much different in the beginning than he does at the end. Mm-hmm. So a part of me wonders if this is actually from the breathe, just breathe, reach out, tell me what you what do mm-hmm. you see. If this is from a flashback and he's just kind of edited together... Um, because this sounds like young Luke. It does. And the, the end of the movie sounds more like, it still sounds like Luke, but an 
older, gruffer Luke. And right. that's why people thought it was, cause it was it, Kylo. Cause it kind of does sound like Kylo, the first words. The first time we saw it, all of us thought it was Kylo. Mm-hmm. And luckily they replayed it for us. And you're just like, oh. oh. And then, so we have some pretty shots of the island while uh, Luke's telling, what we assume, telling Ray. We assume. To oh. breathe. Or could be the first time that he's teaching Ben. Who knows? This could be flashback. The only, like the main reason I think that this trailer is misleading in terms of dialogue is because of the interview uh, Daisy and Mark gave after the panel, and one of the interviewers was like, "So, are you? Is that you talking in the in the trailer to Mark?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's me. That's me in the trailer." Obviously, Luke, Luke speaks, and <clears throat> uh, basically. She asks, well, are you talking to Ray in the trailer? So, mm-hmm. and they both kind of like have this awkward back and forth about it. And they don't say yes. They kind of go, well, it sounds like he's that? talking to. So I That's just how they edited it. They edited it. So either these are brand new lines for the teaser, which is very possible. That mm-hmm. was in the TFA. The, the force runs strong mm-hmm. in my family. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously that's just from. Uh, the originals. The originals, but it was slightly different for TFA. Yeah. So it could me. just be brand new stuff that they added together to make the t- teaser trailer more interesting, but it could be lines that we we never hear in the movie. Just like in the... Wasn't it in the Rogue One trailer too? Oh, well, like, I rebel. Yeah. Thank God they took that out, though. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, we, I think the thematic uh, is still... The thematicisms are still the same mm-hmm. as in the trailer, whether or not these lines are in it or not. But I do find it interesting that Luke sounds more, so much different in the beginning of the trailer than he does at the end of the trailer. Mm-hmm. So we cut to uh, a clip of Ray standing on a cliff of Act 2. Uh, sun's either, I assume, going down. It looks like it's becoming it night. Does. She's standing by the water. There's not much to break down from there. Nah, she's like, yo, water. Yo, water. It could. Be, it, it's kind of a looming shot. It is. So... Something's it, it, probably... It, it makes the tension high. Yeah, and there have been... Uh, just so you know, we are going to talk about potential spoilers for the film. Obviously, we're making predictions, yeah. and if those happen to be right... We were just We were just guesses. guessing. But we're also going to talk about uh, rumors from other sources that have been pretty reliable in the past, so these might be actual spoilers. There was uh, rumors a while back from making Star Wars that Rey, at one point in the film, fights a sea monster, which... <laughs> exactly, my face too. I hope not. I I feel like this is that's so stupid. I really but... don't need that. This isn't. I Ugh. I I feel like it's dumb, but it's very <coughs> not Star Wars. The only thing like like when you said that, I just flashed back to like an episode of like Avatar when they're like trying to cross the sea and the thing pops out and they just fight it. Sounds or, like, interesting to me. It just sounds like unneeded action shots, and I'm like, that's not what Star Wars is. So a part of me hopes that this sea monster fight is more either a vision or like what I'll talk about later is what we the rumored was is she's wearing her cape when she's fighting the sea monster and she's obviously not wearing her cape here she does have a cape we've seen it Mm -hmm. which I mean I love the the echoing of Kylo and Rey's outfits like how they always are like in sync with each other Mm -hmm. versus like look at our rappy armbands and our like neck scarves that we wear, and I know Ray only take, wears it in the beginning, but, and even just the way their, her wraps hang and her, his dress hangs. Yeah. Now they're switching off that Kylo finally gets pants. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Ray's also in pants and a vest, and, uh, but she gets a cloak and cape thing, mm. and Kylo also has a cape thing, which we have now officially seen mm. in Battlefront and that one picture. Oh, okay. Like, side story before we go on, when, during the last Jedi panel, I'm sitting next to my friend Mary, and they bring up the picture of the First Order, and me and her jump on each other, because they... They for sure were teasing us a little bit, like Adam was about to come on stage, uh-huh. and none of us were expecting it, so that would have been a big twist, but they're like, speaking of the First Order, then a picture of the First Order guys come on screen, we're thinking for sure, <laughs> but needless to say, didn't, but the whole, the whole room was like, right? It's gonna happen That's now, when right? Finn came out, right? No, it's, Kelly Marie Chan came out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But... Kelly Chan was just as delightful, but it was just... You were like, Adam! No. <coughs> He's too awkward. Too awkward. And also, I think Kylo literally can't talk about anything but his character. Oh, no, no. I think his character is going to shock all of us. And I'll, I'll keep him like, I'll talk about that later, but I will. I want to talk about what's in front of us right now. So she's basically in front of water. I think Ray's going to have this really interesting with, uh, relationship with water. Obviously, you have that cute picture yeah. of her standing in the rain where she's like just feeling it, and it's so cute. But I think at first she'll really love it, and then she'll potentially have, like, a drowning scene. Mm-hmm. Either in a vision, or to a point where she actually becomes pretty afraid of it. She's gonna have a, a line later on, be like, I hate water, it's all consuming, it's <laughs> wet, it gets everywhere. Not like you, Luke. You're dry. <laughs> You're dry, old man. <laughs> we'll be like, I'm having weird flashbacks right now. This is weird. The Force is telling me to, like, tell you to shut up. Uh, so the next shot is... I assume training sequence. Mm. It's Ray, like with her hands touching the ground and the rocks sort of Learning beginning to, to levitate. Lift up rocks. You can Where have see, we seen that before? You can see Han's gun in the background, which is Aww. just cute that she still has Han's mm. gun. But the rocks are just beginning to levitate, which is kind of a flashback or callback to Empire. Yeah, in her magical. So she talks about what she's she feels. Like, what do you feel in the? Uh, the, when the you force. reach out yeah. the force yeah. and she says light and this is where I'm just gonna don't I know uh light and it's a picture of Leia and you and and you hear Ray's theme but also in the background you hear help me Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you I mean you'll hear us talk about this every podcast every podcast because we want it to happen so bad Please have her be a Kenobi. It, uh, I, I'm not holding my breath because oh, I know no, not I'll at die. All. I don't think it'll happen in the slightest. But I want it so they, bad. They so much that at this point that I think she's really honestly a nobody and she probably has Imperial roots. I want it though, Court. But when they do stuff like this, like what do you see? And it's Ray's theme, like Leia saying, help me Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Because he had sexual relations and made a grandchild. And yeah. she's the only one that can save Kylo. It's just this... <sighs> I mean, we'll talk about it again and again. What a beautiful... Gratuitous. Absolutely gratuitous. Yep. But I love... I, I won't lie to you. I love gratuitous. Especially in something like this. It depends. This is not like a, a gross like sexual gratuitous. No, no. Gratuitous this is, like... This is... Callbacks and... Callbacks and just... <sighs> I, favorite characters... Like, fan service? I don't know. Yeah. But I I can't even think of a good word for it. Uh, 
But basically... Maybe a little pandering, maybe. Pa- uh, maybe pandering's a better word. Yeah. I'm like, maybe. But I, I want it. I want it so badly, even though I, like, I don't expect it. It no. would just be this great poetic ending. The Obi-Wan line and the Skywalker line have finally made peace with each other. And they realize that they need each other. And they're like, we're always going to have to... They finally balanced each, each other, other out. Like, we need to balance each other. Like, we've always needed each other. And it'd be this kind of beautiful prequel to the ending story. Like, Obi-Wan... Like, Anakin in a way needed Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan needed Anakin. But then Obi-Wan had Luke. And Luke needed Obi-Wan. And it just kind of keeps going. Is that Those families are always destined to... Like... Circle each other? Circle each other. Ugh. And be there for each other, eventually. Because, obviously, the Skywalkers keep... Fucking up. Yep. Uh, so the next shot is a very interesting, and this is where I'm going to start talking about Anakin in reverse a little bit more, uh, is what we thought originally the first time we saw it was Vader's helmet yep. fully destroyed. This is Kylo's helmet full up destroyed. Mm-hmm. And there's it's surrounded by glass, uh, which... I wonder if it was in some sort of case I'm or sh- thrown. I guess it was thrown through something. Maybe. Uh, or maybe that's just like the glass. That's just a lot of glass for just being the... I think that it was in a case. Like, I'm picturing that it was in a case. And is what I'm picturing. Like, he, just, he destroys it in one of his tantrums. Yeah. And I again, I think Kylo probably is the one who destroys it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of debacle and debate of, like, why it was destroyed. Whether or not it was... He destroyed it because he's like, I'm full evil now. I'm not really buying that one. I think he destroys it more out of frustration that he's still so torn when he thinks he shouldn't be. And so he sees this mask as like this reminder of Of his weakness. Of what he's supposed to be and that he still can't live up to. And I think then he destroys it. Especially because masks for the Sith have never represented weakness. No. And a lot of Sith characters wear them. Obviously, we have Darth Vader... And he idolizes Darth Vader. And to him, I don't think that mask represented weakness. Obviously, Vader needed that mask to live. But I don't think it represented weakness, necessarily. No, and never. Revan, and who it's such a good also wore it for aesthetic it. reasons. Yeah. I, I don't think he also like, I'm pure evil now. Also, they're helmets, so, I mean, you, you do want to protect your head when you're fighting. Just all, saying. All the stormtroopers <laughs> and stuff wear them. I, I feel like it's more of a inner turmoil. For Kylo, absolutely. For Kylo. Well, I mean, we, I, we about could this be wrong, obviously. Life. This could be his, I'm pure evil. I it, don't need to hide behind a mask anymore. But it, I feel like that goes against be. everything that they've built up so far. So, I we're going back in time. So we start out, like, with the Vader and Kylo matchups. So, we start off with the masked... Vader. Like, mm-hmm. we start off with Vader. And as far as Kylo goes. And then we slowly go back where uh, now he has destroyed the helmet. And he's assumingly just not going to have a helmet anymore. Mm-hmm. But he has, like, the scar. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of going back to Revenge of the Sith Anakin. Yep. And I think it's interesting that we'll see these kind of parallels, which I'm hoping for. I'm I'm not expecting it. But honestly, I've been very pleasantly surprised because obviously the first thing that turned uh, or started to really turn uh, Anakin to the dark side was his mother dying. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be a really interesting parallel oh. to being the first thing to really 
turn Kylo back would be his, is, his father dying. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just kind of going backwards from there. And we're going to see these plot points play out in a sort of interesting reverse form. But, yeah, we have a destroyed a destroyed helmet, which hopefully he... Like, again, I'm guessing it's just like a tantrum where he either is in a display case or he's wearing it at one point and just throws destroys it. it and throws it through a window. Yeah. Because he's just mad about what... Something. About something. But I don't think... I personally don't think it's him being like, I'm 100% evil now. Just the darkest person that could... That could ever be. Now I have this edgy scar and everyone will know that I'm evil now. Uh, so then we go to another shot of the of the books. The books. There's books. And it looks like we're inside the forest tree right now. And I'll talk a lot about this, but I think there's going to be a huge, like, metaphor or, like, history callback to the Library of Alexandria. Mm-hmm. And so we have these books here. And... For me, a lot of people have been counting them and have been counting ten. I'm only counting nine. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I Because I think the first thing and the last thing are stones. Our bookends, essentially. Our bookends. And then there's nine books there, which that's hue, hue, hue. What else are there nine of? Ha <laughs> ha, there's going to be nine of these movies nine in case movies. I had to explain that. I mean, obviously that can just be coincidental. Mm-hmm. Uh, next shot, we see a gloved hand touching... One of these books. And it looks like this book is just super old. Maybe burned a little bit, which mm-hmm. again, I will talk about later in the trailer. This is a gloved hand, so it's pretty impossible to tell who it is. Mm-hmm. I My vote... Well, originally I thought it was Ray. Mm-hmm. Because Ray is still talking. So... But looking at it, uh, this is still taking place either on Oct 2 or somewhere else entirely. This is a gloved hand. This is Luke's gloved hand. Mm-hmm. Like, or what his hand... His metal hand. His metal hand, honestly. Or his, what used to be his real hand, or at least skin hand that had metal underneath. That made sense. It's called a mechno hand. Thank you. I knew you knew. Yep. Uh, but... (laughs) you role play. Yep. So, we see someone, like, touching the page. And Ray does have scavenger gloves, but she just doesn't have them on the island unless she packed them in her bag, which is very possible. Good. Like, she could have put on her climbing gear and climbed up to see this. But to me, especially with it's, the fact that it's gloved and it would be Luke's gloved And just hand. look at the lighting of the shot. Like, <coughs> it feels like a flashback to me. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's like dark, it's ill-lit. It, it reeks flashback to me. Mm-hmm. And so then we go to Race winging around her lightsaber. This is one of the shots that I assume we uh, the, stockhold, the stockholders saw. Oh, yeah. Because they talked about... And of... Uh, I mean, I'm just going to dismiss it right away. Yoda being on top of one of those rocks. No. I don't think it's Yoda at all. I think, basically, that's already been debunked, so... If it was Yoda, he would be a force ghost, and he wouldn't be... He'd be glowing blue, guys. He'd be glowing. Well, he's around an ocean. Maybe we just can't see the glowy blue. But I think that's literally just a rock, and they like... Star Wars likes their misleading rocks... Like, everyone thought that gravestone. No, it's just a rock, Just a rock, guys. That's just what Ireland looks like. There's just a lot of rocks everywhere. Uh, so... Oh, I love this shot so much. This shot's beautiful! Just the color balance between it. Like, I love it. I want a poster of this world. So this world is actually called Crate. Okay. Crate. Crate. I'm gonna say Crate. Who knows? 
Uh, but Ryan Johnson actually talked about this planet a little bit, and I should have brought up the quote, but I didn't, so I'm going to paraphrase. Basically, he says this is a kind of salt planet. It's mm-hmm. a mining planet, and I, uh, from what I've heard uh, from him and what I've heard from other articles, that I'm that this is like a resistance planet that some people are speculating that this is how... It's a mining planet, and this mm. is how the resistance gets their money. Mm. Uh, that basically they're mining the gas that comes out of the planet's surface. Okay. Um, but as you can see, like, I just love in that the shot, like blue sand, there's a bunch of walkers right. coming towards them. You're right. I assume this is going to be pretty in the beginning of the film, mm-hmm. because I think it's going to be echoing Hoth, mm-hmm. especially with the the white color of the... the salt. Mm-hmm. I don't think there'll be a lot of plot parallels to Empire, besides the fact that the First Order is gonna probably win. Uh, they, win. Essentially win this movie. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think that this is when they're gonna be at their strongest. But I think this is probably the one of the big first big battles, but such a beautiful shot that of these red, resistance guys. Like, sand or dust or whatever that they're kicking up. Because at first so I thought it was them dumping it ah. onto the planet. But then it's clear that there's, it. they're, they're there's drills that are just... Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's it's just such a pretty shot, and I can't wait to see what happens there. And if this this gas might be toxic, and that's why they're using it against these... The, uh, the at-walkers that are coming. Uh, but don't you... Like, I always assume, especially because we see in Rogue One... Uh, they're, the Stormtrooper helmets, like, have to have a filtration system, but... Uh, Don't they? It's in Force Awakens where they talk, or Finn talks about it, how the trooper helmets only, they filter out smoke, not poison. Oh, okay. Remember that? Yeah. Like, that's in the Force Awakens. You're right. Forgot about that. But I I don't know what this gas does, but obviously they're bringing it out and walkers are coming towards them, Mm -hmm. so something's happening there. And then now we have our one shot of Finn. Hey, Finn. Hey, Finn, what's up? You you, You look like you've seen better days, buddy. And... We obviously know Finn wakes up, so it's interesting he only has one shot in the teaser, but... I think all his other scenes are going to be way too good, so they couldn't put it in. Well, honestly, I think it's because there's a time skip. Mm-hmm. And showing Finn maybe doing too much was too obvious that there's a significant time skip. Yeah. But, like, obviously we start off right where... Uh, Ray left off. Ray left off. Like, literally, two seconds ago... That the scroll is gonna be like two seconds ago. Ray arrived on Octu and she held out her hand with this lightsaber. Uh, let's go to the movie. Yep. Uh, Kylo's in the hospital. Finn's in the hospital. Yep. Pose over Finn, being like, "Wake up, buddy." Buddy. I fixed your jacket. My jacket. I fixed it for but you. But now it's for you. BB's here too. BB's worried about you, and BB's like, "Bee." And like Finn looks super sharp. So I like when he we've his seen photos of him in his new outfit. Yeah. So, I think, like, honestly, that's where I am right now thinking with how little they're showing of Finn, is that he's going to be pretty unconscious for, before the time skip, mm-hmm. uh, and then after the time skip, which God knows who, how long that would be. But again, I don't know if a time skip's happening. I'm saying, I'm saying I think there's a time skip because we know Ray has new hair and a new outfit. Yeah. And we don't see that at all in this Unless trailer. there's a... A department store on Octu, 
Uh, I'm thinking, and they didn't show any of Space Vegas, and we've been almost confirmed as Space Vegas. Oh yeah, right? Space Vegas is 100. percent yeah. Canto Bite. Yeah, Canto Bite is 100 percent confirmed at this point. So we didn't and... see any of that in the trailer either. Nothing. No, nothing that even looks sort of close to it. So, so I think for sure there's going to be some sort of time skip where Ray obviously lets her hair down. Yep. And that's the easiest way to show time has changed is by your hair changing. I hate, but it's it's used so often. Koth Zuko, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. It's it's such a big staple of where you are in your life. And yeah. I mean, it's true. It's it's a stereotype for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, then next shot we have we have two shots of Poe and BB-8 running towards his X-wing and leave poor Poe's X-wing alone. He's he's 2018. poor. He can't afford he's another poor. X-wing. <laughs> it's. He's running towards it for some reason. Obviously, I think where they're ditching their base here. Uh, I'd be curious if this is also at the super beginning of the film where they're still on Dakar and haven't left yet. Because obviously they're still on Dakar mm-hmm. at the end of the film because that's where Ray leaves from. And obviously the First Order knows where they are, and they but they, ha- they weren't super rushed to leave. Mm-mm. And there's a little time jump between Ray making it back and Ray leaving. Yep, because C-3PO's arm was back. Yeah, and that was supposed to symbolize... Time is best. Time is best. And both of them are in new outfits. I, w- I would say maybe four or five days. Yeah. And it's obviously not a big time jump, but... I was thinking at most like a week. Like a week. Honestly. Uh, has passed in that. And so they're not in a huge rush to move. So part of me thinks this is still on Dakar, and this is the First Order coming back... And being like, we know where you are. Yeah. Make you guys leave. Because you see a bunch of guys leaving. Why haven't Poe's you guys like, already left? Yeah. Essentially. So I think this is them leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, again, we we see... It starts off exactly where we left off. Mm-hmm. So I think we do need to see them leaving Dakar. Mm-hmm. And I think pro- this is probably the First Order raid that makes him leave this planet. And now we have the Falcon! Woo! Uh, I personally think this is still an Oct 2. Mm-hmm. We know that the Falcon's on Oct 2. We also know that Chewbacca, Chewbacca and R2 mm-hmm. are on Oct 2, which no one ever talks about. But they are. They're, they're going to be and there. they're both very good pilots, so. So we know that the Falcon lives still, because we had heard some rumors that the Falcon at one point sinks, mm-hmm. but could be a force vision. Obviously, they can retrieve it. It could be very much like the uh, X-wing? X-Wing that Luke raises on Dagobah. Yeah. Dagobah. And, I can't, it's too heavy. But so, and Ray's like, this thing's way bigger than X Wing! Luke! What the this hell? This is unfair! And he's like, eh, yeah, you could try. But the Millennium Falcon lives. And this is, it's so. Did you guys really think they were going to get, get rid of the Millennium Falcon? I'm like, oh, it's one of the most iconic things. I don't think they'll ever get. I, I think there'll be some things that will always be in a Star Wars movie. I'm like, it'll always. It'll be like 3PO and R2, uh, the Millennium Falcon. There's just. Chewbacca. If it's a main franchise movie, it's gonna be there. It it makes them too much money, guys. And it's if if they had to kill Han Solo, yeah, don't you can't take away the Falcon. And so I think they're probably escaping Octu at this point. It'll be interesting to see who's necessarily on this ship because I'm just again I'm talking more about rumors. Mm-hmm. There's rumors that Rey and Luke don't even ever leave. Uh. I, 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 I cough, cough. I sort of have a source 
who is sort of hinted at me just by what they have said to me mm-hmm. that Ray does make it back to the resistance in I eight. definitely think so. I do but, think she's going to get off that. I don't have any speculation about Luke. I thought when I saw this scene, I was thinking this is kind of like when Kylo shows up on Octu and he shows up with a little, little bit fighters, of a squad. Yeah, there's TIE fighters coming. He has this like little squad and Chewie and R2 are taking that out while maybe like Rey and Kylo and Luke are confronting each other. Mm-hmm. And this, like that's, that's very possible. Uh, but if this is when they're leaving, yeah. a part of me wonders if, just because Ryan Johnson has had some films that he says he's inspired, he's been was inspired by for Last mm-hmm. Jedi, and some of these films involve a bunch of people stranded together that mm-hmm. don't want to be together. Yeah, a part of me wonders if this is like a rescue team to come get Kylo, like mm-hmm. the First Order team finally finding them, and that they've been on this island for a long time mm-hmm. and they can't get off for some reason. Kylo's kind of stuck there, mm-hmm. which it'd be really interesting to see how they pace out, but. Also pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. Who knows if that has any validity to it. Because I was thinking this might be how they get stuck because... So he takes out all the TIE fighters. Chewie takes out all the TIE fighters. Mm-hmm. But maybe the Falcon gets damaged in the process. And, and then they have to stuck. they have to work on it. Yeah. Essentially. And then like, Kylo's maybe this, stuck. Maybe even this is when it sinks. Yeah, maybe. Honestly. Yeah. And I don't think the Falcon would ever be gone for good. No. I, I would be pretty sad about it. If it did happen, obviously it wouldn't ruin Star Wars for me. This is where it sinks, and then it's too heavy for one Jedi alone, and then Rey and Kylo both have to work together to lift it out. Teamwork! High five! It's very Avatar The Last Jedi. Very much. (laughs) Uh, Next shot. This is clearly Rey. We know that... uh, I shouldn't say we know. From the rumors, Mm -hmm. Kylo and his squad show up at sundown. Mm -hmm. That's their poetic way. It's so poetic. And so this is, I mean, this could be sunrise, but it kind of looks like it's being night where Ray is charging at someone. It definitely does look like sun down. Not yeah, sunrise. I think it looks, she's clearly charging somebody and I don't think it's a, like a training exercise. It could be a force vision of sorts, but I, then we get to, to Kylo where there's a bunch of fire in the background. Uh, we know there's a force tree on Octu. More more rumors have speculated that this tree is burned, and obviously we can ex- suspect that Kylo's the one who does it, mm-hmm. that obviously he does not like something in there. in there, something to do with this Jedi knowledge, and, but we have our first shot, and only shot of Kylo in the trailer, and we see that his scar has moved, and he looks more like Anakin, and he looks great, mm-hmm. A+. Plus. Hair. He's like, here I am. I look just... I found a picture of my grandpa, and I was like, oh my gosh. I'm laughing so hard, because someone was saying that he thought Kylo had Sith eyes in this. I'm like, clearly no, not. absolutely not. He's... And I don't think he's ever going to, because how many times do they have to say that they're not Sith? And so you can see, you can see Kylo's lightsaber, but also, I'm, I'm looking at it, like, really closely... There is, like, this little streak of blue at the top, and I'm only looking at it as closely because I've heard people talk about it. Oh, I mean, I assume it's Ray's lightsaber. It could be Ray, like, yeah. coming from the other side. And I think that's... That could he's be to- a pretty safe assumption. He's t- totally doing, like, the come at me bro pose. But what if his what if his hand is doing, like, the, uh, the Obi-Wan? He's doing the Obi-Wan? <laughs> I don't think so, but no, maybe. No, he's doing the Obi-Wan. That's what I'm... 
That would... What I would well, give. Well, no, because Obi-Wan does this. It, the saber would be behind his head. Oh, it would be It wouldn't be in front. He Unless he's, he's doing the opposite. He's doing the opposite. He's got the saber in front, two fingers in the back, yeah. and Ray's like, what are, what are those fingers? And he's like, I don't know! Don't talk to me about it! My namesake did it! I don't, I don't get it! I don't know if it was part of the forms! Yep. And then, here we get to, again, assuming this is a flashback mm-hmm. to when Kylo destroyed the destruction of Luke's, Luke's Academy. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is, uh, like I mentioned before, unbelievably symbolic of the burning of the Library of Alexandria. And where basically Luke has spent a lifetime gathering all of this knowledge, all All of these artifacts, all these Jedi Jedi knowledge. And that's more where the destruction comes from rather than, like, obviously people died. Luke's students and acolytes died. Mm -hmm. But I think Kylo's... Bigger crime here is destroying all of this millennia's worth of knowledge, and like every Jedi codex that he could find, or whatever they call them in yeah, these, Star Wars world. Like the, they have like the Journal of the Wills mm-hmm. and all of these artifacts, and I think they Maybe found some something. It's it's interesting because I I'm going about this scene in so many different ways, where it kind of looks like Luke's coming back from something. Like, Luke was gone, and he came back and saw this. And then it was burnt, and he was and like, was oh, burnt. shit. But this is where, mind you, we know we're, we're tinfoil hats yeah. everywhere. Uh, but what happened to Luke's hand? Luke had a normal hand. Yep. Like, his hand ha- was skinned. He had and, a much better looking hand than uh, Anakin did, and now it looks even worse than Anakin. And now it has, now it's fully mechanical, and I'm trying to think, like, how would that skin go? I think, obviously, it burned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, where my tinfoil hat mind is taking me right now is Luke went in to try to save stuff, mm-hmm. and that's how his hand, like, burned off, is that he went in to try to save maybe those books, mm-hmm. like, that we saw earlier in the trailer. Or a book, or something that he something went in to specific. save something, or someone even. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe he even grabbed Ben out of there. Who well, I, I assume he's going in for the books or mm-hmm. some relic, and that's how his hand gets burned. And we know that Luke has. Or I shouldn't say we know because it was a Force vision, so it can be a little like. Who knows? Who Depends knows? on where, what point of view. Blah blah blah. But. In The Force Awakens, when we saw Rey's version of this, when Luke puts his hand on R2, it's already the metal hand. Yes. So, I, there's so much speculation here. I think Luke and Kylo found something. Luke and Ben, even at the time, mm-hmm. found something that they were like, no one should know this. Mm-hmm. This is, like, very dangerous information for people to know. Mm-hmm. Or that even freaked them out, shook their faith somehow. I don't even know if we'll ever find out what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it could even be some, like, key to immortality or something. Even though we know that the Jedi technically have this key. Mm-hmm. Or some secret of the Jedi that... Basically, they found out something that shook their core. And I think Kylo's destruction is more about the destruction of the information rather than... Destruction of people. Destruction of people. I mean... Like, that was a casualty of... Every, everything in there. Like, he burned it with everyone inside. Mm-hmm. But... 
We'll, we'll have to see, but I do think the sort of burning of the library uh, symbolism thing is very actually tying to our times where we try to hide facts yeah. and science. And also, it's better that the, one of the biggest notice. tragedies of all of history. Mm-hmm. And Luke has obviously spent a lifetime building all of this and finding all of this just to have it all destroyed. And seeing that the old book that we saw earlier even had some burn marks in it. Might be what he went in to save. Might, might be what he's saved. trying to save. Because mm-hmm. I think, obviously, I just didn't say obviously. The one thing that I'm willing to but bet some money on is that Luke's hand is a metal hand is because he went into that fire to try to get something. Mm-hmm. That's Which the, part of me is like, Luke, you have the force. Just can't you... Just, can't you Akio book to Akio you? Akio book! He, he, he went in there to get something that he couldn't just Akio. Ugh. Something went in there. Uh, there was even a little part of me. I don't actually think this that wonders if <laughs> even Luke was the one who was it was more part of this mm. than he's letting on. Uh, <coughs> we shall see. This Luke is this Luke character in this movie is going to be a completely different Luke than we've ever seen. So at least I, I, I feel could talk like about it. what I think or like the ways I can think they can take this this. The killing, the ending of the Jedi teaching, or what I... Because we were told not to use the term academy. Be careful using that word. I don't know how to you. Mm. Well, I'm just going to call it an academy just for an it's easy sense, blanket like, term. Like just a, like, like gray church? Jedi. Cough, yeah. cough. It's an easy blanket term. Anyway, uh, but that, that'll be another day. Um, <laughs> Can't have a whole podcast just where, on that. Where, honestly, that might be Fridays. So... We kind of have the destruction of Luke's Academy, where I'm going to throw around where my current headspace is, Mm -hmm. is that Luke's gone looking for something else, that he's found out something else that he's going to go go look for. And he's just like, hey, Ben, you're in charge. And Ben's like, okay, cool, got this. And this is when, in the timeline, Leia sends the message to Ben telling him that Darth Vader's Mm -hmm. his grandfather Mm -hmm. and that the whole galaxy now knows, and uh, it's really going to suck. Yeah. We don't know what Leia says in her message exactly to Ben, and we don't know if it even makes it to him, mm-hmm. but I think it would be really heartbreaking if Ben gets that message... While Luke's not while, there. While, ev- while he's alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I have so much I want to talk about, and it hurts, and this podcast is going to be so long. Because part of me is also wondering if, obviously, Luke found something that tells him that the Jedi Order needs to end. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of can't help but wonder if it was in one of these books. Who knows what it, exactly what it was. And as Ben's left alone, he's kind of like, maybe doing a little bit of snooping. Mm-hmm. He finds it, reads the information, and his faith is so shook that he just doesn't know what to do and he loses his balance. And, and like, talking further about Bloodline, Leia gets really worried for Luke and Ben Mm -hmm. because she knows how the government's treating her Mm -hmm. and she's like, how are they going to treat the four, my, like the four sensitive ones? Cause Mm -hmm. she kept her four sensitivity pretty secret. Right. And she's like, how are they going to treat Luke? Who's raising a new generation of Jedi. And maybe the, maybe even the students, maybe his students found out and turned against him. And cause if like, what would you do if you were, learning from this guy that ended up being, like, the kid of the person who destroyed 
millions of lives. Who was Hitler's son. Ba- basically. And, and he was training you to learn how to fight. There's just so many ways to go about this mm-hmm. that could be so interesting that, again, tinfoil hat, absolute crazy person, and it could be way less complicated, but... There's so much depth that could be There's here. so much. And, like, the fact that, like, if the students turned on Ben... Because I, I do think Luke became a bit of a purist. Mm-hmm. Um, where he didn't know the full story of the Jedi, and he kind of became obsessed with these teachings... And even though I, this is where I think Mark Hamill's quote about kind of disagreeing where Luke went comes in, because I think, obviously, he started following the teachings to like a T to a T, where he decided to cut off attachments, and I think Luke Mark Hamill like would disagree with that Mm -hmm. because I think obviously Han and Leia mean so much to Luke, Mm -hmm. but when you think about the books. And you think about where and how Luke absent is. Luke has been, mm-hmm. yeah. and absolutely gone, and how no one knows what he's doing. I think he is a little bit following the teachings and becoming obsessed with them, mm-hmm. and following them too well, to the point where he's going to cause a lot more destruction mm-hmm. than's worth. Where he's basically cutting off his attachments, and where obviously. The, the thing that was ben, the downfall of the, the Jedi thing Order. Ben needed a uh, kid bed was somebody to want him around his family his family and I think I think this is what's so beautiful about the Jedi and especially the Jedi we follow especially mm-hmm. is that they're taught to not have attachments but at the same time all the Jedi that we know have dedicated their lives to a person or mm-hmm. A people like Obi Wan dedicated his whole life to Luke, yep. and Anakin dedicated everything he had to Padme. Mm-hmm. And then when he lost Padme, it was, he had nothing to live yeah. for. So it's interesting thinking that if these people who are told to not have attachments lose the thing that they've been living for, yeah. what can happen to them? And it, it's so... Kylo never... I don't think Kylo ever had that thing of... No, he didn't, because his... Something he could dedicate to. He always felt, to. like, essentially that both his parents kind of abandoned him. Yeah. And gave... And sent him off to his uncle. Yeah, and then Luke's <coughs> also like, well, you're my, you're my nephew, but here, that doesn't matter. Here, all my students are exactly the same, and you guys, whatever. I, I know and that they're the Jedi not students, teachings, but... Yeah. That the teachings have taught us that these attachments just hold us back. Yeah, and no one life is more important than the other, and things like that. And Ben's like, nobody cares about me. <laughs> this sucks. This sucks. Uh, My parents sent me away. Like, because I'm guessing in the way he's like Anakin, where he wants to, like, feel a connection. Feel somewhere. a connection to something, someone. Because it's normal human behavior, <laughs> and. Uh, and obviously, we've even Luke had like Han and Leia that he have ha- felt this connection to, and so that's why I think Kylo's gonna be really interesting, especially when it comes to the developments with Rey, which is obviously canonically is a person that he feels connected to, yeah, and feels compassion for, and this very well could be one of the first people he's ever felt that for, mm-hmm. and he's just like uh, I. Don't know how to do this. Is this the thing that I've been wanting for so long? Is this... Holy crap. Human connection? 
And oh, I, I'm excited for it because I want this movie to be exploring that because my biggest problem with the Jedi Order my entire life has always been when they're like, well, you're not allowed to love. And I'm like, <coughs> that doesn't make any sense to me because love is like the purest emotion in my mind. I'm like, there's, it can it lead to bad things? Yes, but everything can. Mm-hmm. And it's about finding that balance. And I think that it's wrong to cut something like that out of your life because I feel like in every case where humans are told that they can't do something for so long, that only makes it worse later on in life. You get people who are brought up in like extremist religious backgrounds and then they they get freedom from it and then they go crazy. Mm-hmm. And they like essentially destroy their lives because they've been they've never had they never knew the moderation. So they go from 0 to 100 and then could potentially like destroy their lives. Yeah, it's definitely they're they're good. they can do some really cool like nuanced stuff with this movie and how emotion and repressing of emotion and can really affect somebody. And how it's just not good. Not good. Let people express themselves. So, uh, oh moving God. moving forward, we have a shot of Phasma, and I think this is the more of the beginning of the film. Phasma's in the trailer? Yeah, Phasma's in the trailer. Oh. I don't yeah, think she, I... She comes, she's just, like, walking in with Stormtroopers. Okay. It must have just been so fast. It was I... very fast. Yeah. It's also in a bunch of fire. Mm, okay. I think this is probably the first... Like, wave of... I think this is still probably on Dakar. Yeah. I'm guessing Dakar, where the first order comes to clear them out. And Phasma's like, you thought I got trash compacted, huh? No, I, I can literally... <laughs> no. I can literally talk to everybody I want to through my headset. So... So I was fine. We are good. Uh, then, I mean, obviously, space battles is not what we're here to talk about. Uh, uh, pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. of space battles. Um, it which, looks again, cool. looks very cool. And... Um... That's the only thing that I think might be later in the movies. Mm. Or maybe that's still when they're leaving Dakar and there's, like, a big battle right in the beginning. Start off. <laughs> I'm tying. <coughs> and last but not least, we have a shot of Luke Skywalker standing in a cave saying... He's silhouetted. He's backlit. Oh, Just well, a silhouette. Because, like, when Kylo's on screen, he starts saying, I've, I only know one truth. Mm-hmm. Which everyone, not everyone, but the first time we saw the trailer. It's very misleading. It's very, it sounds kind of like Kylo. It does. And, but it's it's much more clear this is, yeah, it's the new Luke voice. I do think his voice sort of changes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also it could be my brain playing tricks on me because Kylo's on screen, so it makes you think. It really does sound like Kylo. Kylo. But this sounds like a bit of a pretty good with with voices and, and like you me, are really I, good with voices. I definitely thought it was Kylo the first time and now I'm like okay well it's, I can hear well, it's the Luke but it's like I only know one truth it's time for the Jedi to end no I couldn't like finish the line you couldn't you got choked <coughs> up it's got nothing to do with you being sick and everything to do with the emotions exactly it's just so beautiful which this is the story I want to see yes 40 years in the making yes Pay attention to the prequels. The Jedi were also not good people. Yeah. They also have their problems. I don't think that they're going to erase this term Jedi. Because, again, it's like the Falcon. I'm like, it makes them so much money. They're never going to get rid of it. I think that they're just going to alter the teachings, is what I assume. Exactly. And uh, that's kind of where the term, like, Grey Grey Jedi Jedi. came from. I don't think the term Grey Jedi is going to be canon. They're not going to start walking around and be like, they're like, oh, you're a Jedi. No, I'm a Grey Jedi. No, 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 no. No, it's just that the Jedi teachings basically, or they'll come up with a new name entirely. Like, there's, 
Like the the wills. They could, Those? but I really think that they won't because it, it's too much of a moneymaker. It's I, too much yeah, of an I don't IP. Think, I don't think so either. I think it would be strange for them. I, I wouldn't mind it if they did. Me neither. But I would prefer it, but if, realistically. It depends on really if they're really planning on stopping at nine. I don't think they're going to shut that door. Mm-mm. That's why I'm pretty sure Kylo's going to live through this. And it's literally only because they're not going to shut out potential. Potential. Even if they are, even if they don't make anything after nine, I don't think they're ready to say never yeah. on this. And at that point, if Kylo dies, because if you're new to the podcast, uh, both of us are very, we're, we very don't think Rey is a Skywalker whatsoever. Very convinced she's not a Skywalker. Uh, so Kylo clearly has to live for them to be more Skywalker trilogy movies. Mm-hmm. It just, I feel like the the only way they could kill Kylo and yet make another trilogy movie is like cloning someone, which is possible. It is possible, but I, I, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> and I think killing Kylo is kind of against the overall message of Star Wars, mm-hmm. personally. I know a lot of people can't forgive Kylo for Han, but I think they're going to be able to work with it, that Han basically sacrificed himself for his son. I think people need to realize that Han's death happened for a multitude of reasons. Yes. One of them being that Harrison Ford didn't want to do the movies (laughs) anymore, so uh, (laughs) they need to calm down. There's a lot of rabid Han Solo fans. And like, Han Han wanted to die in... Uh, Return of the Jedi. So. Yeah, let's be serious. How beautiful is it that Han Solo had a death that was a sex, a self-sacrificial death instead of a selfish death? Because that Han in the whole first like movies was just like, I don't care what happens to anybody else as long as I make it out alive. Better her than me. And I think it's beautiful that at the end, he sacrifices himself for his son. He says, I'll, uh, his death was, I'll literally do anything if it, you I think, think it people will help too, you. too many people think are thinking about Kylo murdering his father mm-hmm. when I think it's more Han sacrificing himself for his son mm-hmm. because I don't think Han went on that bridge knowing he was going to die, but well, I, I think, think a knew. part of him knew he was either going to die or bring his son back, mm-hmm. and I he knew something was and even happen, in the books like... he was like, I guess if this is what you have to do, I hope this brings you peace mm-hmm. because I see that you're. Falling apart, you're a mess. So if I, if this is what I can do, mm-hmm. I hope this brings you peace. And I'm, like, in the children's novelization, which I wish this was in the adult novelization, novelization, if I can even speak, mm. it, his, like, Han's dying thoughts are, like, Han was able to forgive his son. He just hoped one day his son was able to forgive him. Yep. And I'm like, that's... That's, that's the message. That's, that's the that's message. message I see. And if Kylo movie, dies but... unredeemed, Han dies for nothing. Yeah. And that's when I'll be like, well, that was... Now I see what people are so mad about. Because I do feel like it's definitely part of a larger picture. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people aren't able to see that because they're blinded by their love for Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, is, just because we analyze things way more... I was devastated about it. I, like, I cried when I found out because it was spoiled for me. And... Yeah, I just think there's a, a much bigger picture going on, like you said. And it's more than just it's more Kylo than... killing his father. Yeah. Like, right now, that might be what we see, and that might be what Kylo feels, but... Let's give Star Wars a little bit more credit yeah. for it right now. This was a task given to Kylo, essentially, by Snoke. 
and essentially Snoke has does not trust Kylo whatsoever. I mean, he has a tracker built into his belt. Uh, they they don't trust this man. Right. They have. Jedi riot police, but the only Jedi that we know that is living, one is missing, and the other one is, well, is Kylo's, Kylo. not a, Kylo's not a Jedi, but he but fights he with a lightsaber. They have, like, saber-resistant police, yeah. Yeah. So, I just think there's gonna be a lot more going on with this story, and we need to think of Han's death as more of a sacrifice for the greater good, rather than a death for no purpose whatsoever. Yeah. Anyway... So, Luke thinks that it's time for the Jedi to end. I agree. I agree. I think the here, teachings here. need to be adjusted. Yes. I think that the teachings that they were giving people were destroying them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're probably destroying his students a little bit on the inside. Obviously destroyed his nephew. We're not able to... I think Luke was living a little too hard by the code. Mm-hmm. And... I think when you have laws like that, you are only guiding people towards... Resistance, if that makes sense? Like, those teachings only further inspire people like Sith to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's only going to lead to people then fully embracing the things that you tell them that they're not allowed to do. Yeah. Okay, I'm not allowed to love? Well, then I'm only going to know passion. Like, that's the only thing I'll know. I'll never know how to have a healthy love. It's the, Balance. It's the Anakin story. It's because he was balanced. told that he couldn't ever have anything, he clung so hard that he destroyed the thing that he loved the most. Mm-hmm. So I think they're gonna come to terms with knowing that, like, the light can't resi- exist without darkness, that there's always going to be some of the other in you. If you're only going to have white, black also has to exist. Yes. So if we exist somewhere in this gray spectrum... And we don't have these extremes. And it'll be interesting the, to see how they take it, whether or not you yourself need to be balanced, mm-hmm. or if you need someone else to balance you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be interesting. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see how they take that. But that's the end of the trailer. Yep. And teaser, I should say. The trailer is two minutes and 12 seconds long, and we talked for over an hour, breaking it down. Wow. And there's even so much more I want to say, but I'll save that. On Friday, we're going to do a final recap podcast of everything this week. Everything we weren't able to touch on because it would just be too long. Oh, just absolutely too long. And most of our podcasts are about 45 minutes? Yeah, yeah. Give or take? Probably. But I'm so excited for this film. And I think... I, I will talk a little bit about this because they announced today or that... When episode nine is coming out, and episode nine is actually coming out much earlier than expected, mm-hmm. like six months earlier, more than that, or seven months earlier, seven, yeah, than we thought. Yep. Which part of me is like yay, but a part of me is super nervous. Yeah, I'm and nervous. They, yeah, I'm most. Because I'd rather, I'd rather things them take their time. Take your and make time. It right. It's fine. It's fine. And the. Other piece of news is we had been under the impression that Ryan Johnson was also part of the story treatment team for episode nine, and he just said that's not true, and he hasn't been part of nine at all. Which also makes me nervous, because if you're going to have someone building a story, why, I want them to I be will, there to help I follow I will say, through. this is what I hope, because they have Colin Trevorrow for episode nine, and he is not, I mean, he's, he's known for he Jurassic did, World. He did Jurassic World, guys. Uh, Jurassic World wasn't the worst thing in the world, but... It's not, but it's not, I don't think it's He's not very nuanced and... 
Yeah. It's, I feel like the story they're trying to tell in 8 is going to be so, like, interesting and walking this gray area. Mm-hmm. So there's a part of me who really honestly thinks Kylo might come back in 8 only because of, like, the honestly, the direction choice. Because I'm not sure Colin Trevorrow will be able to tell they, a story they would like choose that. to uh, continue this epic nuanced story of a character coming to light and his internal struggle and all of these things that no offense to Jurassic World didn't see a lot of that didn't see a lot of internal struggle didn't see a lot of character growth or development not really uh so like I'm thinking that Colin will basically he's there for the final war movie Mm -hmm. and it's not gonna have a lot of character struggle or depth Depth. in it Uh, which, I mean, I'm all about character plot lines, so that bumps me out a little bit. Yeah. But if Kylo comes back sooner, I'd love to see a whole more with Kylo on the right side. Mm-hmm. So I'm not actually going to complain about that. Will that surprise me? Absolutely. I don't think... I, I just given how movies work, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think Kylo would come back until 9. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it's, like, not during the final moments. He, but again, that's, that's Vader. So yeah, maybe true. they're just gonna... They don't want him to be a complete copy off Vader. Which, I mean, I, again, I don't want, I don't want any of these characters to 100% walk the path of someone from the original or prequel trilogies. I don't want that. That's why I want Kylo to have, like, a full redemption and not a half-assed one in the end. Mm Because I don't want him to be a Vader like that. So, it would be super interesting if what I always assumed, Kylo would be, quote-unquote, more evil in this movie, Mm -hmm. where he's, he's actually way more torn apart, Mm -hmm. and we actually get... Like, right now, my sort of prediction for the end of this movie is Snoke kicks Kylo to the curb, like, in, because he managed to get, manages to get Rey, and he's like, I want this one instead. Mm-hmm. You failed me, like, one too many times. Mm-hmm. You have your stupid family and compassion that you keep feeling. You just can't let it and go. And then he's like, Rey has no one to live for, so... I can, I can just make her mad. Yep, there you go. I'm gonna Super take her. Super easy. And kind of, and that's how it ends. Is that Kylo's, and basically resistance just takes Kylo back. Mm-hmm. And because how easy it for would it be for Snoke to be like, look at this fucking kid. Look at this kid. He had a he had a mom. He had a dad. He had an uncle. He had all these force powers, and he literally threw it all away. You've had nothing. Yeah. You've had nothing your entire life. You lived alone. Doesn't that make you mad? Isn't this guy, like, the worst? Don't you just kind of want to kill him? And the fact that him? he would much be able... Because what's holding Kylo back right now is his... And he even knows this is his attachment to his family. Mm-hmm. And Snoke can easily try to abuse... Re- knowing Rey doesn't have that. Yeah. She, he she, killed He killed he, Han. She doesn't have the, uh, the attachments that... Kylo has, and so he can think that she sort of started. She's kind of a them. better. Yeah. She's kind of a better template. Yeah. To form when he thought it was Kylo because he comes from this legacy. He's like, oh no, I need this blank slate. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she did sort of form, start to form them in TFA. Yeah, but Kylo destroyed them. Where she was like, oh, here's Han Solo. Maybe he could be my. And then he was like, ah, kill him. <laughs> if he wants to be my dad, he's not going to be yours. <laughs> you can't be anybody's dad. 
But I want what he, you have my dad, because he wasn't a very good dad, but I also don't want anybody else to have him as a dad. That was unfair it's to not, me. That's not fair. Just because you're pretty with hair bobbles, I could have hair bobbles. Because of your dibbly... <laughs> dibbly dibbly hair bobbles. He, like, wears hair bobbles. He, like, comes yeah. on, and he has, like, his little ray buns. He just, he just walks in one day as a, as a little bee, and he's got Leia buns going on, and Han's like, get those stupid things out of your hair, and he's like... But I don't, you want to. I'm gorgeous! Look at my hair, don't I? Hair toss. <laughs> anyway, so I think that's where we're going to end up, end off for today. Yep. Uh, be okay. sure to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. If you also, if you want to listen to our podcast early, they're all going on iTunes early. Yep. Uh, it's just on YouTube that they're going up every day. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a, pot, a new podcast every day this week. Mm-hmm. And next week is merch week where we're going to show off all the nice merch that we got at Celebration. We're going to shove it in your face. And then after that we're going back to normal uploads. Yep. But just just, uh, just probably so much to talk Star Wars about. Related for a little bit. Oh yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's I be real. <laughs> never going to stop talking about it. And by now and soon we're just going to get a constant stream of great stuff and all the news and uh, oh my god anyway thank you guys for listening and tuning in let us know what you guys think down below be yep. sure to subscribe to on itunes on youtube wherever you're listening to us give us likes or reviews or wherever you're something listening. we're desperate for attention and love just, just like kylo validate us that's what we need and uh thanks guys for listening talk bye. to you later bye